0: Welcome, listeners, to Wide Rat Natty Locks Week 12. Matt, it's Week 12 already. How did it happen? We are uh, winding down on the regular season, but you know what? We still have plenty of games this weekend to gamble on. So, Matt, uh, as always, I like to start our podcast by asking you how your week went. So what was the Matt Nelson Week in Review? Um, Georgia?
1: Georgia? <clears throat> 'Cause you know, should have saw that everyone should have saw that coming a mile away to hammer them in that spot. They do that all the time. Just like, oh yeah, top ten match against an SEC team. Oh, oops, we won by thirty-five.
0: Um maybe it tells you something about the quality of the SEC more than the quality in Georgia. No,
1: Keeney, no. People don't want you to know that. Um, what else? Really needed the over in Missouri, Tennessee, and then they both played an absolute clunker. So huge miss by me. Um Really thought Kansas could at least win. Uh, I was dead wrong on that one. I'd be curious, Keeney. I know you, you you bet the Big 12. Uh, I'd be curious to see what you thought of as a Big 12 sports betting columnist on our website. Um, and also, Keeney really, really thought... I mean, he's probably the right side. Really thought Oregon was going to easily cover that spread against USC. Um, did not do it. Same thing with Texas. I had Texas minus nine. And... Well, up what 26 to three let TC all the way back in. So just made some bets that really felt good. Like I felt strong about them and just didn't work out. The biggest win though, parlayed Iowa state money line with the over and didn't have to sweat that one for a second. So that one made me some money and I'll, I'll take that as a win.
0: Well, as you're betting the big 12 expert uh, four and five record last week, not acceptable. Although I did leave a couple happiness hedges in there, I did say BYU plus the points. I also said Texas minus the points. So when Iowa State wanted a blowout and Texas struggled with TCU, uh, at least I was, you know, thrilled that they had trouble and Iowa State won comfortably. So mm-hmm. I felt like that Iowa State one was just like the red flag of all red flags. I could not, for the life of me, understand why we were favored by so many points. And then I watched about like three minutes of BYU's backup quarterback and I understood. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That tracks. Let's see. We can review though, Georgia. I did have Georgia. Uh, oh, I, we, we might need to talk for a minute about that Utah, Washington game. Cause that was the drunkest game of the day. And I also had the over in the Iowa state BYU game added that at the last minute. And my biggest bet of the season was on Michigan minus the points at Penn state. So I didn't have a good Saturday record-wise, but I did end up ahead a little bit because I had significant money tied to Michigan, beating Penn State easily, which they did.
1: They, they did do that. Yeah. Betting against James Franklin in a big game. Turns out, profitable strategy, Keeney. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, Matt, let's talk about uh, Utah-Washington for just like a minute, and then we'll get into this week's games. So, Utah led 28-24 20, at halftime. I, how much of this game did you watch, if any? Uh, didn't didn't watch much of it. Okay. Utah had a 28-24 halftime lead, and they were like an eight-point underdog at uh, at kickoff. So I had Utah plus the eight. Uh, In the second half, Utah did not score. Their offense did absolutely nothing. Washington had a – they had the pick six where the guy dropped the ball before the end zone. And we're talking like five yards before the end zone. The defensive lineman running it back drops the ball. Utah got the ball back there. At the time, they were down by five. So I'm like, okay, dodge the bullet there, but Utah has the ball on the one-yard line. This is almost certainly going to end with a punt, and then Washington's going to score a touchdown, and they're going to cover. Instead, uh, Utah has a, gets a, tackled in the end zone on the first play. So it's a safety. Now Washington's up by seven. Uh, not a lot happens for a while until yeah. Washington is trying to run out the clock late in the fourth quarter. They have, like, third and two on like the three yard line. I'm like somehow if we can get the first down without getting into the end zone, we can run out the clock. It's okay. Instead, Utah gets a sack on third down and two at like the three yard line. So now it's like fourth and fourth and 10 on the 12 and Washington's kicking a field goal to go up 10. I'm like, I'm absolutely screwed. There's like a minute left in the game. And I know Utah's not going to go do anything. And Utah blocks the field goal. So they lose by seven, not 10. It was a miracle cover. It was an incredible second half to watch because I just it was obvious early on Utah was not going to score any more points. And somehow Washington just did not score enough to cover. So we sweated that one out. We somehow got through it. I it was exhilarating. What a win, Keeney. What a win. That's like a an undeserved win. I had some bad losses mixed in there as well, but uh completely undeserved win that I'm not going to apologize for a little bit. So with that said, Matt, what do we got on tap for this week? Week 12. Uh, week 12, Keeney. Um,
1: boy. Uh, fun slate. The slate kind of gets more fun as the season goes, typically. Um and we have a couple of rivalry games this weekend, this week, too, Kenny. So uh, I wanted to start with a fun one, uh, Big 12-1. Uh, obviously, you, you, you pay a lot of attention to that for your column. Kansas State plays Kansas. Kansas State is an eight-point road favorite.
0: Uh, I do not know the Kansas quarterback situation. It it doesn't – I'm guessing it's not great. Jason Bean, Proc- if he's going to Proc- play – Probably in. not. K-State has beaten Kansas, I think like 14 years in a row. So just by default, there's no way I can pick Kansas to, to do anything against Kansas State.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go the opposite way, Keeney. Um, rivalry game, throw the windows, throw the records out the window. Um uh, Sunflower Showdown. And after Lightpool's a good coach, they just got absolutely humbled. And uh Kansas State. Just kind of put Baylor in a body bag, so they're going to be feeling great, uh, talking themselves up, uh, while Kansas is kind of in the opposite camp. I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, Kansas here.
0: All right. I, 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 always like it when we're on the opposite side of games. So I'm, that was I'm, nice. I mean, with Kansas, so far so I, have no
1: clue, I have no clue what to do. So I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll do what I, you know, what. Maybe seems like unexpected because that's really how me betting with Kansas has gone this year, unfortunately. Uh, Okay. We've got another fun one, Keeney Washington travels to Corvallis to play Oregon state. Oregon state's a two point home favorite.
0: I'm so excited to watch this game. And I feel like everything that to be a fun one. This is like everything that we've heard about the PAC 12 all year. And you know how the conference collapsed at the hands of Oregon, Washington, and the big 10 Oregon State gets chances at both of them in the next two weeks. This one at home, I I don't believe – so I believe the game next week is in Eugene. So, like, this is their last Pac-12 home game, basically, and it's against one of the schools that really abandoned them, left them to die. So this has to be Oregon State, and this has to be Oregon State big, doesn't it?
1: Um, yes, I will be rooting for Oregon State but I will be taking Washington.
0: Oh, okay. That's two for two. Cause I'm actually looking at maybe Oregon state being my best bet of the non big 12 games this week. I just, I just feel like Washington's kind of a wagon. keeny. I just, I feel, I almost feel the opposite. I feel like they're dying to lose a game. Mm. Mm. Again. I like it when we're not in agreement though, it makes things more interesting and more fun next week. So, all right, you got, I got Oregon. State. you got Washington. Folks, we did not rehearse this beforehand. We are we are truly coming
1: out on the opposite sides of this. We're making it fun for the people, Keeney. We're giving the people what we want. Um, speaking of giving the people what they want, next matchup as I look at the board is clearly North Alabama-Florida State. No, I'm kidding. Um, a pox on those guys for playing just a bunch of slappies. By the way, Keeney, we forgot to talk about it. How cool was the – well, not cool if you were betting on Oregon, o- o- Oklahoma State, but the Space U game – was actually very cool. I thought Um, I did. I saw you talking
0: about this. You want, you want to give central Florida some credit, don't you?
1: So I did not know that there's that college was actually founded to literally started in the sixties to provide training for support people who worked at the two space centers. Um, And their launch pad sits exactly on the same, like the same line as the 50 yard line. So all 31 launches from that space, I think it's the Kennedy space center. Um, or wherever they launch them down there in Orlando matches up perfectly with their 50 yard line. They've they, they got a ton of people involved in NASA stuff, the, but like outside of that, Kenny, the uniforms loved them, and then the crowd they've done this like six or seven times, so people were prepared for it. You had people dressed as aliens, you had people dressed as the Mandalorian, you had everyone in astronaut costumes, people dressed as UFOs, people with inflatable aliens. It just looked like a really fun and funny thing to do for a football game. And that, that just seems like college football. That's all I'm saying. Like very, a very, a very typical college football thing to do.
0: And I really enjoyed it. I'll I'll give them, I'll give them credit here. I do think they have a great home atmosphere.
1: Yeah, it seems fun. Like it's not a huge stadium, but I think the fans that do go are very, you know, are very into it. And it's from what I've heard, it's a loud stadium. Like it is a loud environment to go play in. So I, I, and, and also like, Gus Malzahn's a good coach. They they are a legitimate Big 12 team. They're not one of those schools that can only beat other schools from that came in from the American. Like they they've got a good they've got a good thing going there. Um th- they'll be a good team uh kind of derailed by injuries and some weird losses. It, think about how we're viewing their season right if they didn't lose that bizarre game to Baylor. Uh we're probably look, thinking about that their season in a little bit different manner. So, um okay Next one, Ke- oh Keeney, there's some really there's actually some really good and we're probably gonna have to talk this week. Um but we've got another game in the Pac-12 that is Utah traveling to all of a sudden seven and three Arizona, Keeney. Big 12 matchup here. Arizona's a one-point home favorite. Um this is a top 25 game. I gotta tell you, Keeney, I- I'm gonna take Arizona at home, getting a point. Um, Utah is very good, they're very physical. The physicality could be a m- m- mismatch for Arizona. Arizona's just been playing great, and I'm
0: gonna keep riding them. Yeah, you see, this is bait because Arizona should be favored by more than one point. I they don't probably, know why they probably should be.
1: I would say three or three and a half or four at
0: least. So, with that logic, I'm gonna take Utah. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I, you know, that's a screwy line. I, I feel, I feel like that should be like four or five. So, give me Utah.
1: That is a fun game though, right? Like. Shout out to Jed Fish in Arizona. I, I thought they'd be good going into the season.
0: They have proven me correct, which is always nice. Okay, That's Arizona while they still have football, right? I don't know if you've seen that's what's right. going on with their athletic department. My goodness. Um, They need to sell more than a few Ames loggers to make up that kind of revenue. That's correct. That's correct. Can you? I don't even want to do
1: Georgia-Tennessee because we know what's going to happen in that game. All right, we'll skip it then. You know what's going to happen. They're 10 and a half point favorite, and Georgia's gonna win by 40. It's just okay. Uh Keeney tomorrow night. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. People can great stretch retroactively. Big game in the Mac. Uh Toledo is going to Bowling Green. The 9-1 Rockets against 6-4. Bowling Green. What are they? The Hawks? we'll, we'll go with that. Um, Toledo is a 10-point road favorite. Old Mac Matt Campbell's old stopping grounds. This game yeah, could so kind of decide some stuff in the Mac. So, how much do you know about? Toledo. Um I always pick them to win in my bowl pool and they always disappoint me and lose.
0: So Outside of
1: that, not a whole lot.
0: Do you know what Toledo's only loss is this year? I do not. Illinois. They lost on a last second field goal to Illinois. Now that might not be saying much, but that was a game that Toledo, I think, had a multiple score lead in the fourth quarter and kind of blew. Yeah, it. and
1: they, they put up a ton of yards on those on those clowns.
0: They have a quarterback named Daquan Finn. I've seen this guy play a couple of games. Yes, he's good. He's like a match and legend. You know, you always have these guys that just ball out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for a month. And you just like never forget who they are. Daqu- Daquan Finn is that guy. He's awesome. So I guess I have to take Toledo, even though I don't love laying that many points on the road. But I think Toledo is clearly the best team in the MAC, So we'll just go ahead and take them to uh, take care of business. Okay. Wow. King, this is great because um, they have Daquan Finn,
1: but. Have you forgotten Connor Bazelak? Have you forgotten that's uh, uh, Alan? No, not Alan Jackson. I don't know who's saying that. Who's saying that? Connor Bazelak was the starting quarterback at Indiana back in 2022. um, Actually, transferred up from Missouri, and he's had a good year. Bowling Green famously like played Michigan to to within 25 points. Um, One of their only other losses is to Liberty. So Bowling Green's fun. They're feisty. I'm gonna take
0: Bowling Green plus 10. So Matt, you give us five games a week. We're four games in. You and I are on the opposite side of all four of them so far. Can we keep the streak
1: going? Let's see here. Um, a great litmus test will be Pitt, Boston, Cotton. No, no, I'm sorry. We can't. We can't do that. Can um, okay, a lot of other fun games? Those are those are kind of the big, the big matchups. So I'm going to pick one that I just think is intriguing. So finally, some good teams from um, the American are starting to play each other. So I, we'll go with one of those. Um, SMU is 8-2 Keeney, and they play Memphis, who's 5-1. It's a huge game for the American. I'm not sure how SMU isn't ranked. They've been outstanding all year. Um, Hannigan, the, Sean Hannigan, their quarterback, has been great. It's at Memphis, and SMU is an 8.5-point favorite. I'm going to tell you right now, Keeney, the bet is the
0: over. Um, but who would you take in this in this spot? Yeah, the bet is the, bet's the over every time these two teams play. It doesn't matter. That is any. correct. They could be starting like – the punter at quarterback and they're still going to find a way to, to get the over, but oh, it's a tough one. I, you know what? We talked a little bit about the Liberty Bowl on the light cast this week. So I'm going to say the Liberty Bowl home stadium advantage helps Memphis out and they go ahead and cover.
1: Wow. Okay. Cause I've, I've actually kind of followed some SMU. I'm going to bet SMU here.
0: Um, five, five for five. We're on the opposite side of all five of them. I'm not kidding. I, I really
1: like, I really like what SMU has done this year. Um, <laughs> Their offensive exp- is explosive. Their defense is pretty good. Um, I- I've been impressed with SMU. So, okay, this is gonna this is this is the week. This is the week we learn. Um, how about that, Kimmy? That's exciting. I love that we have a Tuesday night action game in there. So, we'll already ha- we'll already have some answers on how this went uh, as of tomorrow night. Uh, any other, any other games that interest? You know, you've got it. Uh, uh, ACC and uh, SEC teams playing a bunch of nobodies. Nebraska is at Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin probably should win that game. Um, Nebraska's got to win either at Wisconsin or home against Iowa to get to bowl eligibility. That's going to be a tall task, but that's a fun one. Um, Two pretty good defenses there. I don't think there'll be a lot of points scored. Um, Yeah, Florida-Missouri, Mizzou should win that game. Um, Boy, that seems like a good over game in that one too, 58-and-a-half. Florida Missouri to get to 60. I can see that happening. Um anything else, anything else catch your eye? Um boy, who did who did Stanford have a bizarre game with this past week? They had a goofy one. Um Stanford Cal. That was that was a crazy football game. I'll, uh, Texas Tech UCF should be fun as well. Texas a two point home favorite against
0: UCF. Um
1: I haven't so dug enough, enough into, into the big,
0: th- uh, into the Big 12 yet this week, but I mean, I feel like it's all fun. I mean, Iowa State, seven-and-a-half point home underdog to Texas, so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that one. Um,
1: Keeney, Big big Mount West game two, UNLV 8-2 goes to Air Air Force. Now, our wing wagons have stumbled two two straight losses in games they should not have lost as huge favorites. So they're a three-point home favorite against UNLV, who's had a really good year. That'll be Yeah, a stumbled
0: game. is an understatement for what's happened yes. to uh to our air force.
1: The plane, the plane has been shot down and riddled with bullets. There's no doubt about it.
0: All right, so uh, I mean, I love UCLA plus six and a half against USC. Yeah, I love that. I can get you a plus seven. I I, I take that in a heartbeat. That's a that's a this team has quit game right there. USC.
1: Yeah, we're we folks. If, if you're not paying attention, we have entered motivation season, and a lot
0: of these teams are going to be on Cancun watch.
1: So. I would say any five-win team you got to look out for. They got motivation. Otherwise, we've re- we've absolutely reached packet in territory for a lot
0: of these squads. You know what else we've reached, Matt? We've reached packet in territory. We've also reached interim coach season. Oh, baby, it's it's here, Jimbo Jimbo Fisher. He go. So you know gonna, Mississippi State? He go. You know what's going to be on the card? The dead Mississippi cat. State, Mississippi State minus fourteen against Southern Miss, and then Boise State minus three at Utah State. Yes, both interim coach bowls uh, San Diego State, I saw Brady Hoke's gonna retire. We're gonna save them for next week for the coach's last game for when that's we a great point That's a good point. let them go out in style but yeah we've got we've got two interim coach games this week. I think Texas Am plays uh an FCS school or something so that doesn't even count but no yeah interim coach season take uh take Mississippi State take Boise State thank me later. Don't think twice. How about Texas Tech UCF? The eligible,
1: both teams is, playing for uh, eligibility.
0: That's the over. I don't even care. Yeah,
1: I don't I care. Would I, agree. I, I don't know don't what the number you're is. Going to see a whole lot of defense there. Um. Anything else we like? I mean, oh, can you believe this? TCU is getting fourteen points at home against Baylor.
0: Oh, I think you need to reread that one. TCU is favored at home.
1: Sorry, uh, sorry. They're like la- yeah, laying fourteen. Sorry. Um, you know what, Kenny, that is? That's an over, too. If teams are going to be out here beating Baylor 45 to, to, you know, putting up 45 on Baylor like Kansas State did without breaking a sweat, you just keep betting the overs.
0: You know what? Uh, <clears throat> let's talk this one out because I think there's some bait being laid in uh, in Clemson. Ooh, against North Carolina. Favored by a touchdown against North Carolina. Explain that one to me.
1: I think people have been saying that North Carolina's defense has not been quite as good lately. But
0: um, but Clemson shouldn't be favored by that many points against anybody. No, that's, that's, a they, feel,
1: that's a field goal win, right, if they get it.
0: I know they beat Notre Dame, but, like, come on.
1: Yeah, they, right. I, I, I would agree. If they if they win that game, they win it by a field
0: goal. I mean, I feel like uh, that's, what, that's what stands out to me. Iowa,
1: Illinois, another under?
0: Do we have a total on that one? What's the number? And a half. 30 and a half i mean at this point don't
1: you just blindly bet the under
0: you yes and you might take an alt under at like 19 and a half if you can find it just get just get feisty whatever the biggest plus number is you can get on the under illinois is probably a better team than rutgers
1: they've got a better defense in theory um or as as good of a defense and probably a little bit more potent offense so i'll be interested to see how that one goes um they they can illinois can certainly win that game by the way I was gotten like I, I think Iowa had eight home games this year. How absurd is that? What's going think, on here, Big Ten? Explain.
0: I mean the Big Ten West. Same for these last couple weeks. Take the under in Wisconsin, Nebraska, take the under in Iowa, Illinois, take the under in Purdue and Northwestern. And and Iowa fans, enjoy them
1: whilst you can. Yeah. But the, they will not those days will not be here long. Hmm.
0: I you know what I feel kind of bad Matt. It's like there's two weeks left in the season. This is just it's all gone by so fast. yeah how, did, he, it ha- how did it happen? I don't know how it ha- I don't know how it happened it's been and it's been fun like
1: I think probably the the lowest stress season I can remember in a long time not because like I didn't care but just fun wins uh fun to be surprising and cheer for a surprising team um, but Ke rest assured. We still have bowl season. Well, yeah, conference title we'll, we'll, week, but Keeney, you think, you think I'm not going to be living and dying on every snap in the humanitarian bowl or the RL carriers bowl or the bad boy mowers Gasparilla bowl or the quick lane motor city bowl. Keeney, you'd be wrong. If you thought that you would be so wrong, it hurts.
0: We'll do a bowl season pod for sure. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. I can't wait.
1: I get so into bowl pick them. I've actually, our family does a big competition. Keeney. I think I've won it three times on my wife's side of the family. Um, it is something of a specialty of mine. I love confidence pools. I love straight. It doesn't matter to me. I, li- I like both styles.
0: They're so fun. All right. Well, before we get there, we got to get through this week. So that's right. Uh, I'm already, I'm with, already,
1: it's like Christmas. I'm already dreaming.
0: Listeners pick your favorite host and uh, ride with them because we've got five games that we're on the opposite side of. So those are our wide, right? Natty locks. And I can't wait to talk next week about, you know, who's feeling really good and who's really not.
1: Most likely with the way the season gone, Keeney, it will be me. But we'll see. That's why they play the games. So we can bet on. They
0: play the games. All right. Good luck out there, everybody.